<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hi. Oh, <laughs> oh no. That oh, only took no. me a week to think of, <laughs> so you can make fun of it all you want. That sucked. <laughs> it's funny because this episode actually is brought to you by Squarespace. What do you mean it's funny because it's brought to you by Squarespace? Of course it's brought to you by Squarespace. Why else would you say that? Otherwise, a sponsor would be really pissed that I started <laughs> yeah. it off with that. It's not a coincidence. Uh, so what is Squarespace? Squarespace allows you to create an online uh, website, a store, or a blog incredibly easy and make it look incredibly professional. Wow. What a life hack. Yeah, it's a cool little life hack, actually. You know, instead of spending... <laughs> a cool life hack? Can I have your wife, Jack? <laughs> Can I have your my wife back? Uh, yeah, instead of learning how to, uh, shit works, if you just use Squarespace to uh, help build your website... Literally anybody can do it, and it's uh, it's affordable, it's cheap, and they just have all these awesome tools that'll help you out. And they you don't have, have to learn code. And if you did learn code, you still wouldn't be able to code this well. Exactly. Okay, so just don't bother. Let these super nerds help you out because they know what they're doing, and it's it's really the easiest way to create a website. They also have these cool uh, two new cool apps, the Metrics and Blog. You can basically do a bunch of stuff and see uh, stats on your phone. It's it's incredibly easy. So if you were ever thinking about building a website, now's the time to do it. And the best way to do it is if you go to squarespace.com slash if I were you and use the coupon code cheese. Oh, as in, cheese. As in seize the. It'll be even cheaper because they'll know that we sent you. So it's a great way to support the show and it's a great way to build a website. Just to sweeten the deal, we're going to uh, offer you guys some free extra publicity. If you do create a website with Squarespace, forward it to us at ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com and we'll link to it on our site so you'll get an awesome website for cheap and free publicity you can't buy that kind of action that marketing and uh, if you don't believe us well here's seven people that already uh, took us up on the offer Uh, www.jameshaleyactor.com built his portfolio there lifeinthecloud.us cityandsurfco.com I believe is a store seanhotley.com delisuite.be and black gray white spelled b-l-k-g-r-y-w-h-t.com we're going to link oh, all that I stuff that was black gary what without <laughs> well sometimes you can be a little bit too stylistic mm-hmm. uh, i think that's a cool photography site we're going to link to all those on our site we're going to give you guys some free traffic and if you guys want to be in our next round of uh sites that we pimp out on squarespace go to squarespace.com slash if i were you use the coupon code cheese forward us the website and we'll uh, help you out that's it. Um, please enjoy this episode. Luckily for you guys, things got 
real. Can you believe it? This they is really finally, did. <laughs> this is it. This what is the episode, episode is this? 46. It, it's about time things got real. <laughs> I appreciate it. It is more than high time, so please enjoy this very real episode of If I Were You. Episode is brought to you by Coca Cola. No, it's not. What? It's not. But that was the theme. <laughs> yeah, it was just a catchy theme song. You think Coca Cola would sponsor this show? What they a might. what a low budget, a non priority that would might. be for them. They they they, they take out Super Bowl ads. They, they don't. Could, yeah. They don't give a shit about we reaching. Could, yeah. we, we, reaching we, we our reach more podcast. People. More people listen to our podcast than watch the Super Bowl. Oh dude. no. <laughs> You really think that? You have delusions of grandeur <laughs> now. I think more people watch. Uh, maybe I'm trying to think about, figure out the exact math, but I bet 20 to 30 times more people watch uh, one Super Bowl than have ever listened to our podcast. 20 to 30 times. Yeah. Hmm. That you feel good. <laughs> that was sobering. <laughs> <laughs> that was more than a reality check. I really think more people knew who I am than Peyton Manning. And uh, <laughs> just hearing those numbers, I'm starting to think maybe I that's not even, the case. I've never felt smaller than I do right now, <laughs> I mean, sitting in in your in your guest bedroom uh, with a with a mic plugged into a fucking switchboard. I'm microscopic. Yeah. I am a, I'm a fleck of dust uh, floating through time and space. Worse than dust. <laughs> uh, that uh, that theme song was actually uh, recorded by a brother-sister duo. Nice. Jake and Iris. Do you think they hook up? No. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong Easy. with you? Easy. Do you think they... Do I- Maybe. Look at your one-track mind. Even when I talk about siblings, that's the first thing it goes to. Right, that's, yeah, that's not enough. That's enough. That's it's enough from enough. you. An, oh, sorry, it's, it's it's a little early on yeah. a Monday for a blast. Really? Don't you think? You think it's to too be put early? on blast? I don't think so. I think it's. I, I don't know if I want to start the week yeah. off on blast. <laughs> I don't think I wanted to start the week off thinking about incest. Yeah, so think, and here we are. Right, we're well, both we're both on a little I would, sour. To note. be perfectly honest, I might put you on blast for putting me on blast. You can't put me on a reverse blast. I, honestly, I. Wait, I, I won't do week. it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I, but I, that's because I wouldn't do that to somebody. I would never put someone <laughs> on a Monday blast like you just put me on a Monday blast. I it, borderline don't appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I guess I'm borderline putting you on blast. <laughs> uh, anyway, what is that? What the hell are we doing? Excuse what is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is if I were you, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Did you put your phone on airplane mode? No, but it's because my brother is coming, and I don't know when he's going to get here. Okay. So if there's a little static throughout the episode, that's fine because your brother's coming. <laughs> what if I hold it over here? Oh. 
So the the UV rays or whatever the fuck. I don't fucking understand how this works. I've never heard static before. I've left my phone off airplane mode at least (laughs) once or twice. You haven't even noticed. You ever put your phone next to your speakers and you hear that like. No. And then your phone goes off. I never have. No. No. That doesn't sound familiar to you. Putting your phone next to speakers and hearing a little static electricity before you get a text message. (laughs) Yeah. What? Your whole whole argument relied on me agreeing. (laughs) And if I never agree, la, 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 la. I, in fact, I can't even hear you. <laughs> I don't even have a phone, loser. That's right. Reality is what I think of it. Uh, so how does this podcast work? People are in difficult places in their lives, and they, they don't know what to do. They don't know who to turn to. Their friends and family are all right, I guess. But what they really want to hear is our opinions. Mm-hmm. So they'll email us at show at gmail.com. We comb through the thousands of submissions. And we choose about four to answer every episode. This is where I think this is where I think your intro goes off the rails. What? <laughs> <laughs> if I can give you a, a live critique yeah. here, <laughs> I'd rather you didn't. You know, at this point, I feel like I'm uh, it's a live critique. Than, yeah. It's not. It's it's not a Monday blast. It's it a is live absolutely. Is a, <laughs> so when I call you out, it's a Monday blast. When you call me out, it's a live critique. <laughs> it's actually yeah. It's pretty nice. <laughs> That I'm doing this. <laughs> what I'm doing is a favor. What you're doing is putting me on blast. I feel like you just don't know how to take criticism. <laughs> I also make the intro so much longer by, by oh, trying to help you trim every single time. So we don't have to say we come through the thousands of submissions? Is that yeah, what you're I, gonna well, say? Maybe come through the thousands is okay. I feel like uh, we choose four to five. That's So we're like, oh, we choose thousands of submissions and here we go. Like people email us in and we do our best to help. Let's get started. That's mm. it. All right, I'm gonna do that next episode. That sounds really nice. Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I'm sorry. That's good. no, no, that's good. Um, all right, let's get started. Uh, cracking your hand. You're, <laughs> your phone's shattering. You're like the Hulk right now. I guess I made you mad. You won't like me when I'm thinking about ways to improve myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Hulk, but he just really hates improvement. Um, all right. Shall we get started? Let's do it. Let's give this real email, real person, a fake name to preserve their anonymity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to tell, I'm going to say that this person's name is Donatello. Donatello. Donatello writes, Dear Jack and Amir. <laughs> nice asshole. <laughs> real nice douchebag. Relax. <laughs> he was probably kidding. Fucking jerk. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Christ. Nice one. Scum. Yeah, see, you're this is, scum. Like All right, you, <laughs> uh, you you critiqued me on the podcast, which was fine. Yeah. And a guy called you Jack. And this motherfucker called me Jack. <laughs> and you're you're so much angier than my, I ever was. My, my my mom and dad were proud to name me Jacob. Okay, so I don't go by Jack. All right, Jack's actually a cooler name if you think about it. I won't. <laughs> I'm Josh. All right, <laughs> Josh Donatello R. writes, dear guys. Christmas is coming up, and all me relatives are asking me what want. Should I uh, clarify that? Yeah, I think you gotta, like, I gotta got to adjust like, accordingly. Right? Okay. Dear guys, Christmas is coming up, and all my relatives are asking me what I want. I don't want anything because the only thing they want to give me are books, which I already have, or things I don't want. How do I tell them that I don't want them to give me anything? It would be great if you guys can answer it before it's too late. Thanks, Donatello. So I was right when I called him a douchebag yeah. and scum and a motherfucker. <laughs> but not for the reason that you had first thought. 
Um, yeah. What should he do? He already has all the books. You have every book. He has every book. Okay. Although I, they already want, they want to give me books, which I already have. He um, has all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every book. Every, yeah. He lives in the library of Congress. He owns every single book. This guy's, this guy doesn't need a gift. He's probably a multi-billionaire. Yeah. He owns every single book. You should sell some of your books. Yeah. And then you can have, uh, anything you want. I feel like if you just sold well, 10% of anything. every book ever, you'd make a, a fortune. It's so weird to be like, I don't want anything. Yeah. How do I tell them that? I don't know, jerk. Just why don't you just at least like give them an answer? They want to give you a gift. <laughs> it's a present. It. All you have to do is is give them a direction, or you could just say, "Oh, I don't know. I'll like anything." You don't have to be like, "How do I? How do I tell them to fuck off?" Or what about like a donation in your name? Yeah, you're no. a Grinch. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's the goddamn Grinch. You're the goddamn Grinch. You're trying to steal Christmas. No, I don't think he's stealing. Oh, Christmas. it's the opposite of the Grinch. It's it's the Minch. He's the, which is what it's. He's trying you, to give Christmas you back. Give, then you're Santa if you're giving away all the gifts. Wait a second. Holy shit! The Grinch and Santa. You're some kind this, of. This question comes from the North Pole. Oh, huh. Mr. Claus, I'm so sorry I called you a douchebag. Oh, please. Please don't give me the gift. Shit, I got coal. I got coal. I'm a coal man. How is that fair? So instead of what do you give the guy that has everything, it's what do you give the guy that wants nothing? I think, you. yeah, a donation in your name is pretty nice. Find a charity that you like and say, I don't want any gifts, but maybe donate to this charity. No, I don't want to do that either. <clears throat> I already have all the donations. Asshole. <laughs> I don't want anything. You, they. I don't understand. Like, you, it seems like you just haven't thought a lot. It's funny because, like, in theory, like, if somebody's like, "No, I don't need a gift. I already have everything I need." That sounds very special, but this guy makes it sound awful. Yeah, it's like oh, I've got I've got more than I could ever need, but it's not like it's like I already have books, and they're trying to give me <laughs> shit that I don't want. Does he think there are only like nine books? Yeah. He, he only thinks Harry Potter's are books. It's I like I already Watchmen. have books. I have the books, the eight <laughs> books. What other books do I need? He has one Bible. That's it. <laughs> this I is know. every. In fact, this is all the books in one. It's all the story, the greatest story ever told. Um, yeah, the greatest lie ever told. Oh, that's enough. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm putting God Himself on a Monday blast. <laughs> Holy shit, Lord! This is insane. I'm being struck by lightning. <laughs> God, He just blasted you back. <laughs> the ultimate blast. <laughs> <gasps> Um, so to this Grinch, we say, ask for, uh, money to be donated. Then you'll come off as a really good guy. Oh, or I already socks, have everything. I white t-shirts. I feel like you ne you never have too many plain white tees. That's, they're nice. So, so fuck, uh, fuck donations. Yeah. Fuck charity. <laughs> I'm saying charity and you're like, nah, you can never have enough, you can never have enough t-shirts. Hanes. You have to get some Hanes. Nice. A, a nice uh, V-neck. Yeah. No, uh, oh, V-neck's actually pretty. Yeah. I, think I would get asked for two packages. Uh, they, <laughs> they've got the, the, the comfort soft crew neck. Uh, that's really nice. That's a that's a nice white tee. You're gonna want to wash it because it comes a little creased. And then also the uh, this episode is brought to you by Hanes and Coca Cola, uh, our and biggest sponsorships ever. A V neck white tee is really nice. Though I like I prefer Fruit of the Loom V necks to uh, Hanes. <laughs> okay, uh, and I say give it to charity. And I say charity gets a lot of money around Christmas, so uh, he could use some teas. Seize the tees. Seize the tees. All right, those are two two solid options. If I were used, oh, or a hat. All right, that's it. Okay, hat is nice. All right, Last, go. Boom. Electric toothbrush. Damn, we're done. <laughs> hat, socks, tees. There you go. A jacket. All right. Donation. Electric toothbrush. Leather jacket. Boom, iPod. Done. Nano. Suspenders. Boom. There we and go. The and the iTunes gift certificate. Shoes. 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 <laughs> Everybody. Shoes. 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 shoes, 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 shoes. shoes. <laughs>
walk him to the club like i don't really know the rest of that song i'm so sorry mm-hmm. um next question yes <gasps> this one comes from someone we'll call leonardo leonardo <laughs> all right leonardo writes i love my girlfriend but she always wears very loose fitting clothing she's still a mint but I have to use my imagination when I'm with her because her clothes aren't skin tight. At the same time, I don't want creepy perverts staring at her when we're out in public. What should I do? Thanks, Leonardo. Um, well, gee whiz, it sounds like you... Maybe you should get your girlfriend a collar and a leash. Why? Because he seems like he, he wants to be able to control her. Oh! I'm serious, dude. You are blasting away. Um, yeah. God is not uh-huh. safe. Leonardo is not safe. Blast off. This Three, two, blast-a-thon. one. Blast off. This yeah. is a goddamn mm-hmm. blastathon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God will damn you for blasting his thumb. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> yes, excuse I don't you. deserve this lambasting of blasting. Yeah, this, you've been blasted lamb for this. <laughs> I don't think that is fair at all. God's going to smite me? This guy needs a magical potion to make his girlfriend hot to him and ugly to everyone else. Because why would she want to be with him if she was so hot that she can get someone who's not shallow enough to care about what clothes that she wears? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Can you imagine what if she finds someone that uh, doesn't care about what clothes she wears? She would right. leave him in a heartbeat. Your girlfriend wears clothes that she feels comfortable in, bud. You can't you can't dictate what she wears. But it's a and, tough... And you can't be happy that she wears baggy clothes so she doesn't get hit on. You gotta just let her do her. It seems like you're just approaching it from all the wrong angles. You want her to be more attractive, but then you, you're considering not that because you're afraid that other guys will hit on her, but then you don't want her to be ugly because then your friends won't respect I'm gonna you. Do, I'm gonna try to put myself in his shoes, okay? Okay. I'm gonna try to put myself in his shoes. You have try a girlfriend. To connect with... Um, I remember high school. Yeah. My girlfriend uh, would wear skirts. We went to different high schools. Yeah. And like, so how'd you meet her? Um, well, like a party or some shit. What? What does that mean? You partied with different high schools? Well, yeah, I went to, I went to, uh, I went to a private high school, and I didn't have any, I didn't have that many friends there. So all my friends went to the other, other high school. Other high school. And then you met her. Yeah. Ooh, a little Romeo and Juliet action. Private school boy, public school girl from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wearing her skirts. Are you? Oh, Just, you're, you're jerking <laughs> off. <laughs> you jerk off to Romeo and Juliet. The most romantic story ever told. Yeah. Uh, so, but like, I would see her after school, and she'd be wearing skirts, and I'd be like, "Oh no!" Like you were wearing that skirt all day. I'm like jealous that guys got to like look at you, and like if somebody was coming up behind you on the stairs, what if the, your skirt like blew up in the wind, and like someone right. saw your underwear or your butt, which is a, a something a stupid high schooler thinks. But you don't feel that anymore. Like if your girlfriend, like say you had a girlfriend, uh, and she was wearing a really low cut shirt, and she bent over to pick something up, and some pervert just like stared down her shirt and saw her nipple. Yeah, I guess that'd be bad. Would you feel like, hey, don't wear low cut shirts anymore? Uh, mm, you really, you're making me think about stuff that I don't want to think about, man. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh no! Oh no! Oh, he's crying. How is this average? <laughs> You always want shit to be average. <laughs> How is this average? <laughs> Why do you want it to be average? I don't know. How is this ordinary? <laughs> I want to live a life not extraordinary. I love it. How is this? How is this normal? And then I slowly switch to average. How is this average? <laughs> well, okay. So it's true. You don't want, um, but it's tough to be like. I don't want you wearing this. 
Well, I mean, the thing is, the weird thing is that she's not wearing that. Right. She's currently wearing clothes that are like nice, normal, loose fitting, like not drawing too much uh, pervy okay. attention. Though yeah. you should also trust humanity a little bit that it's not like mostly perverts. Eh, but I am. So who who knows? There's also uh, an area in between slutty and uh, baggy. Normal. Right. But how do you suggest to your girlfriend to wear normal clothes? I think, well, Christmas is coming up. You could just buy her uh, a slightly smaller shirt. Oh. And I think, like, positive reinforcement always goes a long way. It's never good to be like, I want you to wear this. It's it's more, it's more nicer to be like, if you see her in something that's, like, in line with the way you ideally want her to dress, compliment it. That's oh. it. And then she likes you. She's going to... So use so if I were you, you'd use positive reinforcement to sort of steer her towards the clothes that you do like. Yeah, power positivity. Right. In a relationship, a lot of times people are like, "Oh, do you like this shirt? Does this look good? What should I wear?" Right. And like you can steer it, but it's weird to have like a conversation. It's like I would like you to dress sexier. Yeah. But not so sexy that perverts are looking at you. I don't know. I it's, want you in that special zone where you're hot, but you're mine. Yeah. So I feel bad for calling this guy an asshole. I sort of understand. Hmm. Wow, we're really growing today. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> we're special. It's funny. This podcast is for other people, but it's also for us. It's nice. We're both crying and hugging <laughs> for 23 minutes. <clears throat> um, all right, two questions deep. You want to take our little break? A little breather. Love a little. Um, is there anything we want to talk about? Uh, your pre-party ritual yesterday was pretty funny. The ritual? Yeah, the uh, running to a mall to get clothes <laughs> that you're going to return. Yeah. I feel like this podcast makes me sound poorer and poorer. You, uh, we were, we were going. You on, felt ugly. I felt very ugly yesterday. I was, I forgot like my bag at your house. We're staying. We're like too far away from your house to for me to change. And we're going to a holiday party in like Beverly Hills at some CEO's house. It's like super swanky, or at least I was under the impression that it was going to be. Right. And it, it was like cocktail attire, or like business casual or whatever. So I needed, a, I needed clothes and uh, we walked down the street and uh, couldn't find anything. <laughs> uh-huh. It was like, we have to be at the party in half an hour. It's like, we need to go to the mall. So we got in your car, sped to a mall, ran into a J crew where you found clothes that were too expensive for you to purchase, so you got them on credit, wore them without taking the tags off. Yeah, even off the tie, I hid the, I successfully <laughs> hid the tag on the tie. You're like a you're like a homeless person who someone yeah. dressed up. Also, it, it was a real life hack. I bought so I bought I was my socks were disgusting. I bought new socks, um, and I bought a a new a blazer and a tie. And then I went into the bathroom and I threw out my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, didn't you almost get caught too when she was checking oh, yeah. you out? She was like, um, she's like, "Do you want a bag?" And I was like, "No, I'm just gonna wear it right now." She's like, "Oh, I'll cut the tag off." I was like, "No, no, no um, <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift." <laughs> <laughs> so you're wearing. A so gift? I, I like locked her face into memory. So if I go in today and she's there, I can uh, avoid her. <laughs> you have to. You have to uh, go through extra effort to actually do that. I, if I don't lock someone's face into memory, I just will forget. I just locked it. I was yeah. like, do not forget her I eyes. Can, I control est her. Dude, I, I, can't, I, I have a bad facial recognition. I see Me people too. all the time and I'm like, hey, nice to meet I Every single time I'm seeing someone, I'm terrified of saying nice to meet you or hey. Is that normal? I, th- I feel like I'm bad at that. Like I had, uh, I remember the first week of college, like I'm like, I, I can't uh, think about what my professor looks like. Like if I've met someone once, I can't process what their face looks yeah, like it's hard for me too and we also end up meeting a lot of people 
Right. I feel like we... And when I see them, they look familiar, but if I like close my eyes and try to think of someone that I met yesterday, I wouldn't be able to. Right. If somebody is ever like, we did this or we met here, I'm like, oh, of course, I, right. I can see it, but... I'd like so many actually yesterday at that party like three different people I, sh- I stuck my hand out to like say nice to meet you and they hugged me and they were like you, we know each other <laughs> one of them was Mike Schaubach who you've been working with for seven years <laughs> Mikey <laughs> uh, alright good story good story good, good story good times good have you times. returned the clothes yet uh, no I'm gonna I'm gonna go do it this afternoon why don't people do that more often you can just buy a really awesome outfit wear it for one night and then I come back people, with it the next day. I think people do that. I feel like they did it in some movie that I was watching. Um, oh, Never Been Kissed by Drew Barrymore. With, by Drew, by Barrymore. <laughs> Drew Barrymore wrote and directed. <laughs> never Been Kissed. Drew Barrymore's Never Been Kissed. She really hadn't been. That's why she was cast in that movie. Oh, my God. That first kiss was the one on camera on, with yeah, Hugh Grant. Or, that's, was a, it? that's a really depressing movie. She like She's like 30 years old and she'd never had her first kiss. Hey, I'm sure there's some 30-year-olds that have never had their first kiss listen Not to that look like Drew Barrymore. <laughs> okay, so you're just making them feel worse at this point. <laughs> yeah, but if they do, that they're ugly, all right? They're not fucking smoke are there 30, shows. Are there 30-year-olds that haven't been kissed? Sure there are. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll kiss you. If you've never been kissed, write us <laughs> to the podcast, and I'll kiss you. If you've never been kissed, put your, put your cheek up to the speaker right now. Mwah. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> Actually. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Dude, get that microphone oh, out of your shit. fucking mouth. You feel so fucking good. Oh, God. You feel so fucking good. <laughs> no, uh, bit is over. I do want you to stop this. I'm I'm getting uh, a, a weird level of turned off. <laughs> My dick I've never is been. I think you turned me asexual. <laughs> My dick shrunk into a nothing. I have a vagina now after that. I think I just have a clit. <laughs> Oh God! I'm glad this this podcast isn't rated PG-13. It's rated <laughs> NC-17. Take that, Coca-Cola! You <laughs> fucking bitches! <laughs> and we just lost our biggest sponsor to date. I love Coca-Cola. You do like Coca-Cola? Yeah. I, what are we free advertising for Coca-Cola? I guess it's like they're doing fine. It's pretty crazy. I saw this. I'm. This is a real weird aside, but we'll do this and then get back to the questions. But I saw this poster yesterday in like a diner, and it was a. Uh, from 1936 celebrating coca-cola's 50th anniversary so like they had been around since the 1880s and like what company was able to stay relevant for 140 years like pumps their drinks filled with sugar but still like think about anything that was popular in the 1800s it's all all gone away completely there's just like weird like tooth powder and products that no longer exist but coca-cola is still the number one drink in the world crazy (sighs) you think those guys make bank I bet the CEO of Coca-Cola is making like two grand every time someone buys a can. I fucking swear to God. Two grand every time someone buys a <laughs> yeah, can. Yeah, I feel like that's his fucking pol- that that's his contract. Possibly, that He's making two grand a can. No, that's He's a insane. two can, Sam. How much do you pay for a can of Coke? $6,500. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a fucking, it's like, it's like buying two laptops. You don't understand money. <laughs> Do you think the CEO of Coca-Cola makes bank? Do you think he makes bank, though? I bet he has, like, a fat house. Yeah, dude. He's got a fat pad. He's got, like, a th- like bigger than my parents' house, I bet. Yeah. Like oh, a three-bedroom. F- fucking, yeah, three-bedroom three, three bedroom with three maybe... Three-fucking four-bedroom yeah, in a dude. pool. Two cars. Yeah. <laughs> two cars, two-car garage, and it's, like, fucking... Fucking like inside is like carpet. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> it's carpet. I swear the CEO of Coke makes so much bank. His house is carpet. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get back to it. Yep. Question number three. Hey guys, my name is 
Raffaella. <laughs> Very nice. You also could have said April O'Neil, but that's oh, fine. Damn it. Hey, guys, my name is Raffaella. <laughs> nice. You also could have said April O'Neil, but that's fine. Hey, guys. My- <laughs> <laughs> Your iPod's broken. <laughs> it's skipping. All right. <clears throat> hey, guys, my name is April O'Neil. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You also could have said Raffaella. <laughs> For the last two years, I've been in a weird, complicated, and completely toxic relationship with a guy. It started off with us flirting at work, then sexting, then him trying to sleep with me and me refusing because he had a girlfriend. Eventually, we hooked up after he broke up with her, and it all culminated in a pregnancy scare. I've been ignoring him for the last four months and thought I was finally able to get over him. However, he texted me a few days ago saying that he had changed and begged me for another chance. I don't know what to do. Should I give him another chance? Or do you guys have any advice on how to finally get over him? Thanks. Love, Raffaella. <laughs> you also could have said April <laughs> O'Neil. <laughs> so, <clears throat> should she give this guy another chance? That makes it's sense. It's been four whole months. Four months, yeah. Opposite advice? Oh, yeah. People change, especially yeah. people like that. I think you can't look at the track record. No, That's I like mean, this guy, this guy tried to cheat on his girlfriend. That, you have to understand that was four months ago, and that yeah. was with you. Okay. Like, he's not going to cheat on you. No, he's not a cheater. He's not no. a cheater. He's not. He just want, He knew what he liked, and it was you, and uh-huh. he messed up. Obviously, there was some sort of pregnancy scare, you I mean, know, like, a lot of drama. What's wrong with a toxic relationship? Isn't not, it nice to have that kind of passion? Yeah. To, like, feel that? Yeah, just, like, like feeling heartache and, like, weird uh, pangs nice. of emotional That's pain. Cool. That's good. And then... To top it all off, this guy, four months later, I mean, that's, that's enough to change completely. Yeah. And it's not like he just wants to have sex with her again. I don't think it's about that. No, I it's really not think about, it's sex. about I think it's like deep-rooted change. Yeah, otherwise, why, why would he beg if he wasn't telling the truth about yeah. himself? Especially, I mean, to have the balls to do it over text is pretty, yeah, exactly right. pretty cool. So like when I text a girl that I'm begging her over text, yeah. that's the truest that's form like, of me. That, that means something. Yeah, it means, it means a lot because you're begging. Like, otherwise, so, why would you beg? So, um, never talk to the guy mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> true advice. Okay, here we Do go. The true opposite. advice. Yeah, just stop doing that. How weird is it to sext with someone and then go to work with them the next day? Oh, my God. They started flirting at work, and then they sexted. And then she was, like, at work the next day, like, oh, hi, I sent you a picture of my tits, and you sent me one of your dick. And she also said, I skipped this parenthetical aside, but she says, then sexting, before I knew that he had a girlfriend. So he was sexting oh. with her, and he's like, oh, by the way, I have a girlfriend. That's a very relevant parenthetical, yeah. bud. <laughs> But you're worse than this guy, actually. What are you talking about? This, you are. Are you insane? You're culpable for if what? Not accountable, if not responsible. Responsible. If not, you are him, actually. Because I skipped. You're that. him. This is insane. Yeah. This is absolutely nuts. All right, I'm gonna kick your ass for what you did to her, <laughs> to my Raffaella, April O'Neil. If a guy is begging you. He's never in the right. Yeah. Also, just coming from somebody who doesn't know how to change, he didn't change. Nobody changes, let no. alone in four months. And not like, no, 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 no. How no. long do you think it takes for you to completely change? I like, how know. long will you be, like, how long have you been this person, and how long do you think it'll be before you're not him? I guess I've been this person for s- five years. How old am I? 28? I don't know, man. How old are you? 28. I'm five years. I think when I was 23, I became a monster. Okay. And the thing is- And that's 60 months, not four. That's 15 times longer than this guy said. Right. And I'm also still the same. So we don't know how long this stage is going to last. It might be forever. I might have like, there might be no turning back. The disease might have taken over. (laughs) At this point, there is no you left to go back to. Is a void. (laughs) 
<laughs> How do you grow something from someplace that doesn't exist? Yes. So this guy did not change in four months. If anything, he is more the same now than ever. He just wants to bone you because he doesn't have a girlfriend he wants this to have girlfriend sex you with like you. you have sex with someone and then you uh cast them aside a few months later you start thinking about oh that sex was kind of fun i'm gonna reach out to them except with you you guys have this toxic relationship so he realizes what he needs to do is reach out and say that he's changed and try to drag you back into his swirling swirling tornado vortex of uh of carelessness. So, uh, did they also work together? Or did I make that up? They did. They started flirting at work. Okay. So, just so many reasons not to even uh, entertain this guy's yeah. thoughts. Just don't. <clears throat> don't. Although, uh, maybe there's a way she can fuck with him back. You know, oh. like turn him into an even worse person. The, no, the the biggest thing she can do is just ignore him completely. Yeah, that would that would engaging get him. him is the is no no right. no no don't 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 don't, don't. don't. Maybe she can hit him. Hit him. Yeah. Hit him. <laughs> yeah, take like a chair and hit him in the back. Okay, easy. Doesn't no, like take, take yeah, like one of those chair legs and sort you're, of you're, jab you're him in the spine. You're inciting violence. <laughs> you're trying to cause a riot and it's not okay. <laughs> Chaos and anarchy in the workplace? You'd love that, wouldn't you? You just fucking love shaking up the status quo, you piece of shit. You, you, you dissident. You, you fucking joker. <laughs> you're a joker. Uh, all right. We... Cannot be more clear. Yeah, don't. Do not. Um, ready for that, this last question? Let's do it. Uh, shall we call this person? Oh, this guy's good. Uh, which one haven't used it? Michelangelo? Yeah, I think so. This is good because Michelangelo is a party dude. Party dude! And this guy is also a party dude. Listen yeah. up. This is a little bit longer, but it's worth it. Ready? Yeah. <gasps> Without sounding too self-righteous, getting girls isn't something that's difficult for me. For a late teen male, I'd say I'm pretty good at the game and getting compliments on my looks by both my female and male friends. By chatting to a girl for a minute, I can tell what type of person they are and what they like in regards to attention and person. All this has amounted to me having a rotation of about four or five different girls showing hot interest in me at any one time, and they would probably hook up with me given the chance. Except this is where my problem comes in. For each of these girls, I change myself to suit the type of guy they like, be it cocky or cute, so they only know a glimpse of the real me. There's a part of me that wants to keep getting the attention I can get for easily from girls. I enjoy it. But there's a part of me that wants to commit at the same time, except trust will always be on my mind, as well as the pretending to be a person I wish I was to some of these girls. If I decided to get into a dedicated relationship, how would I cut off these girls? Since the case is, they are the ones that contact me first for a conversation or to meet up, and they have a certain expectation of me now that I've gotten myself into this situation. Thanks so much, bro dudes. Love, Michelangelo. Oh, no. What? I can't answer that question. I have that problem. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer that question. I wasn't paying attention. I was texting. Uh, this guy's getting started even before you. Yeah. I, he's in his late teens, and he's already fucking playing the game, pretending right. to be people he's not, you're getting attention. He's going to be even worse. By the yeah. Way. Ugh. Or, or maybe he'll peak early and become a better person by your age. Oh, that'd be nice. So what is it? It's uh, getting fits of micro attention from girls. Do you change? Do you? I, I haven't noticed that you uh, change your personality. I mean, you do change your personality to get girls, but I don't think you have five different ones that you can like rotate. No, I think I like play. I'm like always you, myself, but like sort of a heightened version. You play the same game with every girl, regardless of who yeah. they are. But there's like there are certain times where like if I know like a girl likes. 
outdoorsiness and adventure and like that and like traveling than right. I like I've like done a lot of outdoorsy adventures and traveling so I can like hand play that up. up right or if a girl's like into partying and clubbing I could be like oh right. yeah like I'm into like these shows and these bands and these bars you know right but it's all quasi genuine because you are actually excited about that kind of stuff yeah it's all it's all you're never genuine. just like I love sports even though you don't right now but I, I guess I could be like I love Tom Brady Right, right. I can tap into like I have so many genuine emotions about things that I can just tap into different like areas, but it's never a lie. At least, right? I'm never like, oh yeah, I I I've been to South Africa too. It's so right. magical. Yeah, like, yeah. I would never lie like that. But also, I think I do this other thing where it's like I have um I have these like go to things that make me seem really really open. Uh huh. Like. I'll I'll share some stories that make it sound like I'm just revealing something to somebody that I've never told anyone before. Right. And and they're like, "Oh my god, this guy's like so open and like I'm like <laughs> I'll let my guard down." But it's like I'm giving them like so nothing, like not a true right. not a true version of myself at all. So I I I I understand where he's saying. Unless like, they listen to this podcast, in which case they know the truest version of you. Right, which is uh that I'm awful. <laughs> well, the uh, question is if I dedicate, if I decided to dedicate myself to a relationship, how would I cut these girls off? Yeah, I don't know. I, I when I've, I'm, why is it hard to just stop texting people back? If you're in a relationship with someone you like, and somebody texts you to, he they initiate. You could be like, oh, sorry, I'm busy, or I'm sorry, I'm seeing someone. Yeah, Isn't that the easiest way to do it? I've done that before, but then it just creeps back in when you're like, oh, I'm curious about what this person's doing. And then there's all this like social media shit where like if I see a girl that looks hot in a picture on Instagram, I want to like reach out to her. <laughs> I like if if I ever get a girlfriend, I need to just delete all of my contacts, delete all of my social media. Yeah, you have to you have to put yourself in a sensory deprivation chamber because you won't be able to not react to the impetuses. You just have yeah. to phase them out of your life. But it's it's sort of like um, when you're on a diet and you're just like, oh, I'm, I need to clear out my kitchen so I'm not tempted. I'm like, I'm gonna right. get rid of these chips, get yeah. rid of the bacon or whatever. Yeah, like you need to. That's what you need to do. Which you also need to do for food. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I should just like remove temptation because I'm so weak willed. <laughs> But I also am like, I'm too, I'm too like, I'm, I'm too fucking deep now. You're in it. I love, I love giving into my whims. Well, if, for someone who, okay, let's say this guy is asking his, his self in 10 years, you, what he could have done differently. What's your advice to your former self to keep him out of this rabbit hole? I guess, I mean, it's, it goes a long way that you're already self-aware. And I think that like this type of behavior eats away at you like it's eating away at me though it, the weird thing is that like i can't see myself changing and i don't know how right but I under, because I you ultimately like it so much yeah i understand that it's killing me from the inside out <laughs> and like every single day i wake up and i feel further away from the good person that i imagine myself becoming and i feel like disconnected with like my friends and my family who are like good people i feel like i'm turning into this weird little hobbit troll that that only exists in my own head you're a beggar in the morning and i'm a king at night yeah <laughs> that's that song oh man that song's so good it's the bar brothers the uh beggar in the morning everyone should listen to that song very very good song it's about jake actually um i'm like beggar in the morning king at night and my belt is loose and my trigger is tight uh so let's try to give this guy some pointed advice before we go uh how would i cut these girls off i guess i mean i'm not in the same situation so my uh advice doesn't carry as much weight but i feel like just being uh as 
honest as possible with people that text you being like, hey, do you want to hang out? No, sorry, I'm seeing someone. Doesn't that seem like the easiest solution? Sometimes the easiest is the most simple. Yeah, but then like with the right girl, that's going to make them feel like, oh, like now we're having like this illicit text conversation. Like I want to, I don't know. I think you have to just straight up delete the contact so you aren't tempted to get in touch with them. And when you get a text from them, it's a number you don't know and you say, who is this? And then they're upset. Well, think about your last girlfriend. You were texting, let's say you had a similar rotation of four, five, six, eight, twelve. 12, 15, 35 girls. Right. You settled on one that you liked. They texted you. What did you do? I uh, responded to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and just hit, you had a password on your phone or something? Uh, I mean, no, I guess. I'm if you have a to... girlfriend, at one point, invariably, they'll look at your phone and see like, right. oh, you have nine texts. I've had, I've had girlfriends that I, that I um, cut people out for. And I guess I just like. I just didn't respond like not not like I'm sorry I'm seeing someone it was just like radio silence people would reach out to me and I just didn't didn't answer them there you go fight the good fight brother it's too late for me <laughs> you go on I'm a fallen soldier <laughs> I need you to do what's good for me yes remember me honorably actually I'd like the uh I'd like uh, I'd like a medal of honor also delete tinder from my phone <laughs> and uh just actually go ahead and uh, do a hard reboot. I'm a hero. I'm a hero. Remember me as such. Bury uh, me with my MacBook Air. Good man. I was a good man. Please, I lived an honest life. Please delete my internet history. <laughs> oh, Merce. Merce. Uh, all right. That's it. There we go. Bye. Thanks. Peace. <laughs> Uh, that email address again, if you want to email us with your own little difficult places, uh, is if I were you show at gmail.com. We're also still accepting theme song submissions. We start and end every episode with new ones. That first one was from uh, a brother sister duo, Jake and Iris, which was awesome. This next one is also awesome. Very awesome. Uh, it's written by someone named Eric, and it sounds like a real song. Yeah. Please enjoy, and we'll see y'all next week. Later. Ooh.